Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. What's up, y'all? It's Jeff Cobb, and you're listening to Ricky and Clive Wrestling Show on Social Suplex Podcast Network. You're listening to the Ricky and Clive Wrestling Show. Listener discretion is advised at all times. Thank you once again for downloading and listening to another episode of the Ricket and Clive Wrestling Show, part of the Social Suplex Podcast Network, support for which is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels, and they obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. My name is Clive, and due to, I won't say COVID, but dodgy something, uh-oh, uh, due to some dodgy symptoms that are roughly closely related to COVID, a certain Ricky won't be joining us tonight. Um, he's waiting on test results back tomorrow. He's probably not wanting me to divulge, divulge this personal information, but it's too late. It's out there now. Uh, someone who has recently passed a test is joining us this week. Well, he's not passed a test. Um, returning to the show, Barry, how are you, sir? Yeah, I'm doing well, thank you very much. <clears throat> Thanks for having us back on the show. It's alright. A clean bill of health? Yes, all negative. Um, best wishes to our friend Cliff, if he returns very soon. Uh, I'm not, well I'm not Cliff either. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> Who are you then? This must be the wrong show. All the best, Ricky. Uh, hope to see you soon. Right. All the best, Ricky. We'll speak to you next week. Uh, we will get back to the best, of the worst ever fantasy pay per view series. I promise you. And Darren, if you think we're just giving you dogs abuse, we're not. We do intend on continuing this series. You've not just been left out in the lurch here. So this week, with the change of plans, uh, mildly short notice, we thought, "Fuck it, let's get some listener interaction on the go." And we're going to do some listener questions. We've got some listener questions from a couple from WhatsApp, personal ones. Um, most on Twitter and maybe one or two top secret ones from the DM department so if we've got time to read the DM ones out we will Barry I'm just going to get straight into it yeah yeah. you've not read these questions I imagine no I, I wanted it to come across as one of these sort of professional pundits so not yeah one of these sky sports things you know so. <laughs> Jim White here Right. Um, so yeah, let's, let's go. Okay. This is from Rab Ropes. Shout out to Rab Ropes. Um, do you have the book? 
What are you doing with Mr. Money in the Bank? You have to put me in Mr. Money in the Bank. I'll go for B. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you have the book. What are you doing with Money in the Bank? No, Mr. Money in the Bank. So, Otis Redding. So, as in, I've got the briefcase. Uh-huh. What are you? What's what are we going to oh, do? So what, what would I do if I was in charge of the store? Then is that what you mean? <laughs> um, if I was really brutally honest, I would go back in time and pretend they never won it. Actually, um, <laughs> because I, I actually have no idea how they'll do it now. Um, mainly because of what's happened recently. Really, uh, well, before that, it was going to be an issue, but. I think it's became worse now because, well, they start off WrestleMania, Roman pulls out, Goldberg drops to Braun, Braun just recently drops to The Fiend, and then The Fiend drops to Roman, so there's your WWE Universal title, lost its prestige in the space of six months this year, so Roman I would expect to now have a long run with it. Um, So unless they're planned in some sort of Mr. Kennedy... Was it Damien Sandow who, who was other, oh yeah, not even said Baron Corbin failed cash-ins um, I, I can't really see any other way around it that, unless there's maybe he gets involved in some sort of storyline with somebody that he loses it uh-huh. um, but I just really cannot see him I mean if Roman had the title say he's going to have it to at least Mania I could not see him cashing in at Mania to be honest with you so um, I other than being really harsh and saying I would take it off him, I can't really put my finger on what to do with him. Uh, there's, uh, you had the Fiend in Braun Strowman, and now you've got Roman Reigns back. So if Otis Dozovic was to cash in, it would look, it would look uh, like pinning the tail on the donkey, but you're not even in the same room as the board that the donkey's on. That's how sort of out of place Otis would look in that picture. Mm-hmm. And I can understand why they did it at the time. I was rather amused with the whole ordeal, but looking back or looking forward, it was a very bizarre choice in the long run. Realistically, I think it would be best to either they use it for the tag champs because I think the heavy machinery do have some, they've got some meat behind them, no pun intended there. I think they've got enough to sort of be somewhat credible in the tag team division or if you want to keep going with the Mandy and Otis thing give it to Mandy and take it for there and see if Mandy wants to cash in on the women's title she didn't have the best of showing on SummerSlam with Sonya Deville so I think she's still got a bit of work to do there in terms of just looking as if she's bothered for a start but we'll take that away from her last week because of the whole court case carry on that was happening but either of those two options, I would say, or the worst case scenario would be for him to lose it and he tries to cash in in Roman Reigns and Roman Reigns just says, get to. Mm. Hits him with a few chairs and wrecks everyone and leaves. So do you think they would allow him to cash in then all? One of the other ones? Nah. Um, mm. I, I don't think they've said officially that it's for the world title. Could be right. Could be. Uh. Cut. Officially, uh, I don't know what, what we said. I thought. Oh, um, oh Skype issues, right? I, I said 
I don't know if they officially had the world title as the only prize you could win. You can't hear a word I'm saying, can you? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back right after these messages from... Season, I think, thank And we're back after some technical difficulties. Sorry if that sounded jarring to your ears, as it has been to us. Um, we're going to move on to some Twitter questions and... Actually, hold on. Uh, because we get caught off, I was going to say that was an interesting point you made. Imagine he did hand it to Mandy. Uh-huh. Um, and this was... This would be back in the day when... Well, pretty recent... I suppose it's not that much this year storyline-wise, but we actually had interesting storylines in WWE. <clears throat> when they like to do building things, but picture this scene. Otis hands it to Mandy. Mandy cashes in the money in the bank, wins the title. As they're celebrating, she blows Otis and I mean, massive huge turn and F you. What a, what a screw job that would be. That would actually be very good. Mm-hmm. I'll be tightening up that to Vinnie Mac tonight. I know it. Um, ladies and gents, you've heard some really good booking there yeah. where Mandy has been presented as a babyface for a few months now and all of a sudden she's just used Otis that whole time to get what she wanted. And at Stronger yeah. Slam 21, 2021, you're going to have Mandy versus Otis. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep, that sounds great. Uh, excavator on a pole match. Okay. <laughs> this is from uh, Never Too Sure About the credibility of this Twitter account but it's Mark Elite at Mark Elite AEW did you see me in the Thunderdome and uh, well considering all I have of you is that you're a picture of the AEW belt no <laughs> and what's your favourite Kenny Omega match from this year uh, this guy's he's a bit of a troll he likes to he's basically an AEW mark and a stan so just to piss him off if you're listening my favourite Kenny Omega match was one where he lost. All right, prick. Mm-hmm. Right. And I won't answer since I've, I don't watch it. So there might be one or two AEW questions in here, and I'll I'll, uh, I'll hold the fort for you there, friend. Good. These are two questions from Muzza at Murraybone forty four. It's from Ayrshire, Barry. Hello, welcome to the show, Drew Drew County. <laughs> Drew County, aye, Drew country. Mm-hmm. Um, how have you two been doing this week? Ah, I'm fine. Make yourself. <laughs> uh, I have been. I have the cold. It's not the COVID because I have more snot up my nose than coke up Shane McMahon's nose, and that's a lot of snot. <laughs> um, and the PWI 500 came out this week, Barry. I'm sure you saw that news. Um, I did. Yes, uh-huh. yeah. Uh, Muzza is asking, where was Danny Hodge in the PWI Top 500? <laughs> oh, he was actually, believe it or not, six hundred and one. He missed out. Surprised. I know it's a shame. Uh, I never read it. No, did you? What the PWI? Mm-hmm. No, I just know that. The I'll just tell you in the next question. Actually, uh, I know who was number one for the blokes. That's all I know. All right. So this is a message from at Sir underscore Samuel. Shout out to our Australian friend, Sam. How are you doing, sir? So the first question, by extension, thoughts on John Moxley winning the PWI 500? Do you have any thoughts, Barry? You've probably not seen much of Mr Moxley since he left the WWE. Um, I've seen brief bits, actually, as, as recent as um, Sunday night. Mm-hmm. It was on ITV4. Um Still very good in the bike, still very good in the ring, so um, 
slightly surprised he won that to be honest with you but uh, you maybe maybe change my mind a bit more uh, Clive well this whole PWI thing comes into disrepute many a year because it's one of those kayfabe awards so they base mm-hmm. it on like sort of television and like storyline accomplishments and all that stuff so John Moxley getting it I can understand because he's been the longest reigning EEW champion as far as I'm aware now um, has moved to from WWE to AEW is a big deal. He's always been booked quite strongly. So he's, if they're doing these ranked records and all that stuff, then he's going to be high up the, the win rankings. But there's also the fact that he's been in New Japan as well. He's won quite a few matches. He's the current United States champion for New Japan. Obviously, he can't defend it at the moment because of the travel restrictions. But over this over two high-profile companies. He's been booked very strongly, won a lot of matches, and he's a, a prominent figure. So, while I personally wouldn't agree with him, <coughs> I can see why he's number one, especially for a kayfabe thing. So, mm-hmm. no, uh, I can't see anyone else beating him, basically, is what I'm trying to say. And the second question from Sam is, who is the top member of The Shield in 2020? So I'm, um, I'm going to first take Roman out of the equation here because, okay, he's kind of set the header alight the last couple of weeks, but he's been missing missing in action for f- six months, four, five, six months. It's many eyes, April, May, aye, five. Say we're on to the fifth month now since it was the beginning of uh-huh. April, so. I mean, he could go on and do some big shit in the next few months, but I just think with Moxley, we've sort of talked about his accomplishments there. I would rather he just stopped moaning about WWE all the time. It's just... Nah, it's letting him down. Maybe I can't really comment because I've not seen much of him, but all I would say is he must be one where WWE have regretted going anyway. I could just tell from the the minutes worth his contract signing the other night. Um where they must be regretting that he's going, but maybe it's not best for me to comment, but I've not been a big fan as as, as many through the pandemic for the WWE. However, one shining light of it, and since the start of the year, since he brought the Messiah storyline for me, Seth Rollins has totally changed his game for me. Last year, he was going through a baby run, baby face run, but I actually didn't mind at first. And then I realised, you know what, he's really, really much better as a, a heel, so... Uh-huh. Um, again, he can't be faulted. He's, he's he's up there in top five uh, wrestlers, and I mean in ring action. He gets a lot of stick for his mic work, but I actually don't mind it. Especially as a heel. His heel, aye, hundred percent. Um, so no, he's he's a total change of character for me. So if I was to base it, it would be him for me. Um, but maybe if I watch more AEW for his mic work and in ring stuff. Ambrose uh-huh. but no, I'll, I'll say Seth Rollins because as you said Roman Reigns he could still do something spectacular over the, the, the last half of the year but we're well into the half of the year now so it would need to be really oh, special for him to do something I, I think we, if it's out of Moxley or Rollins there would be bias in my answer in saying Rollins <laughs> um, Moxley has taken on quite a few big beasts though and that's always something you need to take into consideration but it's just, I feel as if he's at his most popular when he's moaning about WWE. It's like, can you just please 
can, this isn't always his fault. It's the interviewers and the journalists going to ask him a different question. Uh-huh. Going to ask him about what his thoughts are of AEW going forward. Ask him what about I know, his, like, his, WWE's in the past now. Aye, it's over a year ago. In fact, 18 months mm-hmm. ago he left and folk are still pestering him with questions about it. So, fucking just leave it be and maybe Mr Moxley's happy to move on and then I'll be able to sort of just watch him without waiting waiting to see what else he's going to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Rollins, the Monday Night Messiah stuff's been excellent. The music's terrible, though, I have to say. It's grown uh, on me. It has, it has grown now, I must be honest. Uh, sounds very like Bailey's, did you think? And Bailey's sounds very much like The Rock's. Believe it or not, when he had that. Oh yeah, when he had that. Uh, the slow one. Yeah, was, the helicopter. The oh, one. Aye. oh aye. <laughs> uh, And it's if anything, if there's been any positive from it, it's that Buddy Murphy's a big deal. I've always been aye. a big fan of him yep. from 205 and parts of NXT as well. So he's clearly a lackey, but he's a lackey that gets an awful lot of TV time, and he's involved in plenty of matches, tag matches. It's interesting enough. That his explosive move set sort of like oh wow, but big buddy Murphy's at it again. So that's been a highlight. Um, the whole stuff with Ray, okay. The eye for an eye, overdone. Aye, it's getting there now, definitely. It's overdone. The eye for an eye stipulation is bizarre, but the match itself I thought was excellent. So oh aye, he's he's delivering on the mic. He's delivering with these stories, and he's delivered in basically all of his pay per view matches. So. Um, Rollins not even out of the shield he's been one of my favourites from 2020 in general yeah agreed absolutely so next question oh right I'll leave that one now I'll come back to it what was your this is from Paul Tolley from Five Nerds Go and the Badlands podcast at Rain Counter what was your ultimate euphoria moment in wrestling? Oh. That's a big one. I've got my, I've got two answers. Oh. Well, that's what I was going to say. It's one of the ones you could easily do a top five of that. I know. Um, if you want time to think, I'd be, I can... I'd, I'd, I'd be better asking you first because right. I couldn't, I couldn't have a top one. <laughs> well, I would say the first one that I can remember thinking my word was Backlash two thousand the rare occasion where Channel 4 in the UK had the pay-per-views so I watched it quote-unquote live certainly not a minute uh, certainly not an hour or two over and then oh, this flipping Captain Covid's wanting to join the conversation ladies and gentlemen so I'm just going to add him I can't be bothered thing man uh, what was I saying there while I do this, Barry? Aye, so The Rock, basically The Rock yeah, beating, <laughs> The Rock beating Triple H at Backlash 2000. That was the first one. And mm-hmm. I've had many exciting moments in wrestling over the years. Things that have <coughs> made me go, wow. Things that have made me go, way. <laughs> 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 but that night, when Triple H came out of the ring, came out of the, the stand, attacked... Roman Reigns then went into the ring and attacked Seth Rollins and made Kevin Owens the Universal Champion. I I was cycling to that work, work that morning and I was so happy and so excited I could have easily just cycled into a river. And I would have been fine doing that. Uh, go on again, your conversation. 
It's probably because I was adding someone in who's decided to... Oh, he's, he's not even got his microphone on. This fella. So basically, Kevin Owens and The Rock winning at Backlash 2000. Those are my two euphoria moments. What about yours, Barry? Um, as I say, that's a toughie. You can't have just one, I don't think. Um, I mean, there's several. You could go back to late 90s. Um, Stone Cold in the ring with Mike Tyson. I mean, this was the mm-hmm. one before seeing stuff. Uh, the first sort of time I thought, I don't know the difference of this through life or what, you know, what's going on here. And uh, that was huge. Uh, that moment when Shane McMahon told Vince there's a McMahon's name on the WCW contract. Aye. It's not the McMahon I'm thinking of. <laughs> um, I was always a big admirer of Stone Cold Returns as well, even though if you didn't like him, you'd say they overdone that. I could never get sick of it, it was never overdone. Was it Backlash as well? Was it the same? It was. Backlash? Yep. Appeared and he was just wrecking everybody with chairs. <laughs> he, um, he basically made Pat Patterson just, about half a foot shorter that night. He just couldn't stop it before with chairs. I it didn't move. Um, so I honestly couldn't pick out one huge moment. There's just several. John mm-hmm. uh, Michaels super kicking Hulk Hogan as well. That's mm-hmm. the moment my, my childhood died. <laughs> Childhood <laughs> favourites just exploded up. Oh, that's <laughs> um, so no, good question, but I'm I'm glad I can ring off a few. I don't have a you know top moment. That is a good question, but it's a hard question. So, uh, Captain Corona. Good evening. Hi. <laughs> How you doing, mate? I'm alright. Good evening. We're, we're gonna we're gonna lockdown again tomorrow. So happy fucking days. I know. When we record this, this will be us back in lockdown. You as well, Barry, correct? You're in Eastern Bartonshire? Um, no, no, I'm not in North Lanarkshire, so... Was Eastern, was East, was, celibate, you know? was Eastern Bartonshire one of them? Oh, no, it was East Renfrewshire. Uh, no, because East, uh, East, Eastern Bartonshire East was uh, Clinton. Mm-hmm. Clinton's East, East, East Eastern Bartonshire. And speaking of Clinton, welcome to the show. Hello, we've got a run, another run in. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ricky, since you're with us now, uh, what was your ultimate euphoria moment in wrestling? Uh, Come on, you should have been I've prepared. Not even, I've not even looked into these questions. Good. Um, maybe the milk yeah, truck yeah, moment. The what moment? The milk truck. Ah, right. I'm trying to because obviously. It's difficult to describe what you feel about nowadays as pure euphoria, as opposed to like, oh, that was a good match. Thank God he won. Um, I will say when John Cena returned to the Royal Rumble was quite a big markout moment, which I didn't think it was ever going to be because I think it was such a surprise. Um, the one at MSG. I think mm-hmm. I, watched, I, I watched that with um, you, didn't I, Barry? Did you? Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember that. Who is it? Can't, can't be. Uh, I, was, I was shocked, shocked and appalled. Yeah. <laughs> appalled. No, I'd maybe go to the milk truck moment, um, just because it was, it was quite funny. Um, and like I said, I've got almost a parody of Austin's beer truck moment. Okay, good, good answers so far. Um, 
Now, I mentioned earlier on that we might have some questions privately sent to some DMs. I can't comment on the veracity of these, but these were sent to us. Okay, so this is from at Roman Reigns, right? <laughs> it says, who do you think of when you hear Cardi B's song, WAP, and why is it Vicky Guerrero? I don't know what that means, guys. Who the fuck sent that? Uh, it just says, <laughs> it just says at Roman Reigns. Right, I know who exactly who that was then. Do you? Yeah, I mean, when I hear when I hear WAP, Vicky Guerrero's the last thing that comes into my fucking mind. Well, I've only really kind of discovered what WAP means. I'd rather, I'd probably be thinking more about Eddie Guerrero than thinking about Vicky. <laughs> Are you aware of what uh, a WAP is, Barry? I'm not, no one like me. Well. Wet ass pussy. Oh, thank you, Gary. No. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> you know, have, you done all the, have you done all the Twitter questions? I've done some of them. Have you done Josh's question? No. Yes. Uh, there's still a couple of DM questions here, but I'll sort of leave them just now because that was a bit of a, a shock to the system, that one. So this at Roman Reigns guy, he'll need to get a grip of himself. <laughs> <laughs> right, this is from our friend It's Ray Cash, who by the way I recently wrote a column with a col- a collab collab. How do you say that word? Collaboration. Collaboration. Um we looked at top uh, not top ten, but ten big missed opportunities by WWE. And that's on I've seen that article well. I never read it, but I meant to read it because it seemed pretty good. Aye. It's like a sort of conversational back and forth between the two of us, uh, looking at 10 things that we think, why the hell didn't they just pull the trigger on that? Mm. Right, so Ryan's got a couple of questions here. It's the WWE draft, and you're in charge of NXT's draft room. Who do you draft to NXT? And it has to be Raw or SmackDown, and you have to have three acts. So if you're putting a tag team that has that counts as one. Mm-hmm. So who would I put? If I was in charge of the draft just now, it's got to be three from each Rosalind. Uh, no, I think it's just who would you put down in NXT? Oh, from uh, all right, cool. Um, <clears throat> I don't know whether I would go for people that aren't getting used properly at the minute, or just a pure wow factor um, or who would be best suited to NXT <clears throat> um, hmm, interesting I think to be honest with you I wouldn't mind seeing another Kevin Owens run NXT to be honest I know there was talk at one point um, but I feel like the, I don't know if there's a reason behind it this just seems as if they don't really was kind of stagnant in his character a bit. I don't really know. One minute it's as if he's going somewhere, then the story just dies all of a sudden and fades away. So I would say Kevin Owens would be one. It's a good choice. Um, maybe. I think if I, if I was to pick, maybe I would go for a tag team. And just say that would count as one, doesn't it? So, uh-huh. Aye, that uh, counts as one. <laughs> Well, that's in with um, I don't know who it is that's injured is it Jay or Jimmy Uzo but imagine if when he came back they sent them back to were they ever in the NXT I don't think they were actually 
No, they weren't because they've been about for about 10, 12 years now. So, uh, aye, I would send the usuals there because they need they are second back together anyway. They need freshened up because they basically just compete for the tag titles every week. <laughs> I know. I know. What else can you do as a tag team? But I suppose that's true. Very limited. But and it feels like they've been um, on SmackDown specifically forever. Aye, aye, that's true. Maybe send them. I don't know. Did they, would they end Rock one any point? It's just seemed to have been smacked down for I, I don't, a decade now. So. The last time I remember him on Raw was when it was um, the Bloodline versus AJ Styles and co. Oh, aye. Aye. That's right. It must have been... That was 2016, though. Mm, I wonder if they actually lasted longer than I'm thinking here, but it's just one of the on-the-spot moments. I can't really think if they had been on it for longer, what, but... Um, third choice... Go for a woman. Women, uh, that's what I was actually thinking. Um, I would send back, just because I don't know if she's injured at the minute, I don't have a clue to do with her, uh, Ember Moon. I think she is injured. Like, apparently it's um, not looking good at all. I don't know. Achilles heel or something like that. Oh, God. So let's scrap that idea then, if that's the case. She was chasing um, chasing the twenty four seven title and she fucked her ankle or her heel. Oh god. <laughs> I know that is an oh god moment. So then just scrap that idea then. I would send back uh I was just about to say something else and it's went away from me now. Um probably send back actually what would happen is um Bailey and Sasha Banks fight for the title and the loser goes to NXT because they'll end up splitting up anyway so so one of the two that's a biggie exciting then the ratings would be absolutely pummeling AEW every week (laughs) so KO the Usos and Bailey just to freshen things up or Sasha Banks team Ricky Ricky (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would go with KO as well Mickey James for my female right and Mustafa Ali that's a, such a good shout <laughs> put, I would put Mustafa Ali there anyway uh, I think I think I'd love to see him in 205 on NXT I think he'd be absolutely fantastic down there mm-hmm. maybe I actually see him wrestle every single week against real good wrestlers as well um, like the guy's just a a massive superstar and you're just not utilising them properly so I'd love to see him in NXT and I've, I've always says I've never been one of these people when like oh so and so needs to leave WWE and blah 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 if anyone if I could have my choice for anyone who leaves WWE just to go anywhere so you could see him all the time and be treated properly it would be Mustafa Ali I don't I don't mind the well I do mind that he's not being used <laughs> <laughs> so it's just you, you took a snapshot of the Skype video call and know, it caught me at a very awful and off my soul. what? It caught me at a very stupid looking moment, so that's why I'm. I don't know you could see that. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear God! I, I was trying to change because I was dead beyond that. I was trying to change it about, but it never worked. So. Um, Mustafa Ali not being used doesn't annoy me, but I'd rather he wasn't quite petty about it on Twitter because that's not going to get you any favours. 
moaning about it on Twitter. You think he's moaning? I think he's just trying to channel it into a positive way. I think there's a difference between him moaning and some of the stuff you see other people moaning no, about. There's, there's been a few times where he's quite clearly um, a bit pissed off. But I think him more than your Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder, etc., should be pissed off because see at the end of the day, like guys are bitching and moaning your Mike Kennelly and stuff like there's a reason why you aren't getting used like because quite frankly you're a pretty fucking garbage yep. this guy when or when when allowed to show it is one of the absolute very very best wrestlers in that company like pound for pound as good as anyone and like you say he, like, he could be like like such a excellent baby face if you wanted hell even if you wanted to be like a, be a pure piece of shit Dig into his police back, uh, go into his police background, and turn them heel, and start saying, "No, no, the police are good." And so, like, I wouldn't do that necessarily because he's one of the few guys that seem to be genuine. Uh-huh. Um, like I think, yeah, I, I, I think there's a difference between him moaning and other people moaning because if he's moaning, it carries weight behind it. I think. So he seems to be doing it to help his character. I think I don't think there's anything. Mm-hmm. Like real life with his, I think he's just started out to be noticed and hoping he'll get a push from it. Hopefully, one day. So, I've uh, for my picks down to NXT due to the recent tragic disbanding of the Iconics, I would um, put Billy Kay down in NXT purely because I watch NXT more than I watch Raw or SmackDown and I thoroughly like Billy Kay for many reasons. Which shan't be discussed on the podcast. Um, disbanded? What do you mean, disbanded? Uh, oh, have I just spoiled some of Raw for you? <laughs> yeah, I've not seen Raw. That yeah. would explain why that um, had a heartbreak. Aye, right, okay. Aye, that makes sense because they put a heartbreak on Twitter or something. So. It was done a bit differently. It wasn't a case of someone got screwed over. They they lost a match and they had to split up. Oh, I know. It is a sin. Uh, so Billy Kay and NXT just for some comedy value another value uh, <laughs> for the tag teams let me think honestly I would send the Viking Raiders back to NXT or the Viking ah, experience whatever they've done um, just let them do what they were doing before and run rough shot over folk have tank matches fling them in a war games now and again just bring them back to see them do some wrestling 30 minute beast matches and for the men for a sort of rather than this is developmental this is a it's a choice of the wrestler to go back to do something different because this person has been in my opinion doing what he wants for the last few years and seems to be probably quite happy with his employment I would send Daniel Bryan back down to NXT uh, and you would get about 18 months 2 years worth of bangers at takeovers yep yeah, is he not a SmackDown sort of creative? As, apparently, team at SmackDown or apparently, aye. Apparently. It's probably quite hard for him to do that, but I suppose aye. Could he's yeah. right? Kind of. Kind of what? Sorry. Uh, I was going to say he's kind of coming away for the full time scene now, anyway. So mm-hmm. he won't really be wrestling a full time schedule, now, I don't think. So this is another one from it's Ray Cash. Uh, it's a kind of the same thing. What would you do in the upcoming draft? Who would you send where? So with what we'll do is we'll do a man woman tag team. Who would you have on SmackDown, and who would you have on Raw? Ricky, I'll go with you first. Uh, 
<coughs> about just moving them from Raw and SmackDown, and that's it. Or from NXT to SmackDown or Raw. Um, so yeah, I was still the idea of you had said the Viking Raiders back to NXT. No, we'll leave the NXT part out. We'll just do the Raw and SmackDown. Because uh, I wasn't one to take anyone from NXT. Um, let me see. Uh, just trying to think. I would send Sami Zayn to Raw. Because right. I quite want to see Sami and KO. You're kidding me, At some point again. You <laughs> <laughs> just want to see them fight forever? Yes. Um, I would... I'm trying, just trying to think. I would put... I'd move Seamus and Cesaro to Raw and reunite. Yeah. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> and I guess I would take I need to take someone from Raw now, don't I? I'd probably put one SmackDown. Um I would take um Let me see if there's a woman there at all I can think of. Um I can't think who my third would be now. I'm just trying to think of anyone that's been been on Raw for too long or not been used as much. <laughs> You've got no idea. Nah, no, I don't. That's, <laughs> nah, nah, that's, uh, you're just getting two for me. Well, thanks for coming on tonight, Ricky. It's been much appreciated. Yeah, you're welcome. Barry. Hiya, how you doing, Rick? All right. Uh, uh, so I would... I would aim, aim pretty big. Um, probably, I'm contradicting what I said earlier because I said I enjoyed his character already, but um, I would change the Monday Night Messiah to the Friday Night Messiah. Oh. Send Seth Rollins to SmackDown. And um, who would Raw get in place for him? Well, it can only be another big name. Probably wouldn't take him away from SmackDown due to Fox. Probably obviously asking for him, but I would put the Fiend on Raw. Okay. Just to mix it up a bit. Um, was it tag team again? Uh, what was, was it? it? Again, was it? Sorry, you cut out there. We're having quite a few Skype problems tonight, ladies and gents, I do. Did you say something? What? <laughs> well, we just t- turn this off, then, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I can write it in the back of paper <laughs> just send a picture of it yeah. so what were you saying the tag team there I missed the whole tag team bit um, male tag team and female again is it uh huh so you've went for I'm just trying <laughs> oh fuck's sake you've went for Friday Night Messiah you've went for Monday Night Fiend Mm-hmm. What were the other ones, friend? No, so I didn't even get that far yet. What I was saying is, 
Right, we've, oh, been, geez, right, we've been the Rick and Clive Wrestling Show. Buy some Manscaped. Tonight. Well, let's just move on. I'll give you my picks. Ricky's disappeared. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, right, I'm still here. I'm, I'm just I'm putting you on mute because I don't want to keep coughing down the phone. All right. So, yeah, go ahead. Right, I'll give you my picks, okay? Yeah, sorry to cut you off, Barry, but there's Skype problems. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would have I would move the Street Profits over to Smackdown because I feel as if the Smackdown tag team division has just been the same forever with the New Day and the Usos so I would probably move the Usos to Raw So would you take them the Street Profits to the title with them then? Um, I, and they do that terrible thing where they just rebrand them without any proper info. Just colour the belt blue. <laughs> I like a pen, a felt tip pen. <laughs> so that I will think about the creatives. So you've got the raw tag team champions that come over and they say they're the tag champs and we're not giving up the titles. You've got Shinsuke and um, Cesaro. You've got a unification match there and on Raw you've got a tag team tournament. So that's, a, that's not bad. There you go. Ricky, you missed Barry's excellent booking for the Money in the Bank earlier. You ready to hear this? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. So, Otis is going to give Mandy the briefcase and Mandy will cash in the briefcase and Otis is celebrating in the ring. Then Mandy low blows Otis, turning heel in the process with the title. Your thoughts? I mean, when you say... So what are the, is he's cashing in on Roman then? No. No, the idea was it came from uh, Ricky that imagine Otis gives Mandy the, the, belt, uh, the money in the bank rather than cashing the cell. He, that was his idea. So I said, on top of that, he does that, she cashes in, wins the belt, and then after him doing all that, he yeah. screws her. I don't think it will happen because I doubt it will be able to, there'll be something that he can't just hand it over like that anyway. So. Probably. Um, I mean, let's be honest about it, Otis, Otis isn't winning Money in the Bank. <laughs> no. Like, I think that decision is becoming worse and worse as the weeks go along. Like, I understand why they've done it, and I didn't have such a problem with it as such, but that decision is just looking less and less, it's looking more and more after as the, as the days go on. Especially with the title changes recently, so mm. that's what we were saying earlier. And, um, and Roman, Roman's not losing that title until the rest no. of the time. So, with my women pick, I don't really know because I think that there's a lot of crossover with the women, especially when you've had Sasha, Sasha and Bailey, and tag team title matches all over the place. So it's hard to really differentiate what brand the women are on. Because I had to be reminded last week when Caleb was on that Sasha was actually on SmackDown. So. I'm I'm not going to give you an answer for the women. I would put Kevin Owens on SmackDown. Now, I know historically SmackDown's not really has been his friend, but Raw hasn't really been his friend for a while either. And there seems to be quite a bit of focus on SmackDown. might not be the A show, but it's the Fox show. So there's a lot of interesting matches he could have in the mid-card there, for sure. Matt Riddle, Drew Gulak. That's why he needs to go back to NXT. Aye. Just 
It's not. I don't think it's going as well. I mean, there's been things where he's not turning up for raw of his own decision, which is fine. He's obviously taking the health of his family and himself more and pulled more seriously. But in terms of just what we're getting the final product, it just seems like a bit of a sort of variety act at the moment, and I'd rather I miss a prize fighter. So, next question. This is from another DM that slid in here. Oh, this is a shocker, this one. This is from Real Danny Hodge. (laughs) (laughs) Big obsession on this show with Danny Hodge. (laughs) Uh, His question is, who better than Canyon? Mm. Danny Hodge. I thought it was the quickest answer you've given tonight. (laughs) Who better than Canyon? uh, You? Raven, I don't. I I think uh, Canyon was underappreciated. He would have been an NXT trainer by now, I would imagine. Ricky, what's your who, answer? Canyon. Who sent? Who sent? Who sent this? Danny Hodge. You don't, don't you remember when, when Triple H was at the top of his game in two thousand and five, and a ninety-five year old man. No, got, no, no. I mean, who sent the question? Ricky. I told you, Danny Hodge sent it. Roman Reigns sent the other one, and Danny Hodge sent this one. Okay. Right. This guy doesn't know what kayfabe is if it hit him in the face. Listen, I'm not well. Well. Pardon me, sorry. I and the Skype's Just not appreciate well. Appreciate that I've come on. Well, and since you came on, the Skype's f- fucked off. Aye. Not my my connection's good. Let's move on. Do you want to ask Josh's question? No, I don't mind. I was just wondering. I'll just, I'll just lie here. And, other ones. I'll just lie here and you can do all the work. No, remember you're the producer. Right, number four. <laughs> don't know why I said that. This has been a travesty tonight. Um, from Josh, uh, aka Youngboy, aka Lineal Ricky and Clive Quiz Time Champion. From Keeping It Strong Still, only on the Social Suplex Podcast Network every Tuesday. What's exciting you guys about wrestling for the rest of 2020? I know you guys took some time off. Is there anything in WWE, NXT, AEW or New Japan that you're looking forward to? What's good? Ricky, your bae has asked a question. Um, I'm going to give an answer for each of the companies. Okay. WWE. Looking forward to seeing the whole woman heel reign. I'm looking forward to seeing where that eventually leads to. I think a lot of us wanted to do Roman versus Big E, which I'd be fine with at WrestleMania. I, I like how the match panned out on Sunday with Roman coming down towards the end when both guys are just about done, signs a contract, and just kind of picks up the pieces and gets an easy win mm. um, not a fan of the whole ring breaking again though um, nah. NXT um, I'm looking forward to this Fatal 4 way match oh uh, god that's I right I would love it to be Finn Balor that gets the win um, and then to go to AEW it probably won't happen this year, but 
when we find and we mentioned it when Caleb was on, when we finally get FTR versus Young Bucks. Hell, even FTR versus um, Omega and Hangman is going to be fucking awesome. Um, in in New Japan, there was a show. Was it New Japan Strong? I think about 10, 12 days ago or something. Um, it was Kenta versus David Finlay, and the winner takes on Mox. And I, I'm looking forward to. I've not watched it yet, but Kenta versus Moxley is going to be good. Um, <coughs> but this is going to sound really, really. This is going to sound really, really random. The only one thing I'm really looking forward to when I get right back into the New Japan stuff is. I can't fucking wait to see Jay White wrestle again. <laughs> I know that's. He I was in. He was. He was in a tag match. Uh, like I say, like the uh, I think it was like the twentieth or something, twenty first. Um, he was taking on Flip Gordon and Brody King. I'm not watched it, but I just can't wait to fucking watch Jay White again. I thoroughly enjoy him. And I don't know how this will go down. And I know Brock Lesnar's a free agent and everyone goes, well, he's not going to go anywhere but WWE. I would love to see him in New Japan again. I think that could be quite fun. Aye. I, th- I think we might see a slightly different Brock Lesnar. Uh, yeah, I, would, I think there's some fun matches that they can have there. Just it'll be interesting to see how that goes. See the Finn Balor, is that your prediction? Because that was another question from Rance. Like a prediction, because for full disclosure, obviously this podcast drops on a Wednesday, but we're recording this the night before. So, do you think Finn's going to win? Yeah, I'll go Finn. I don't think it'll be Adam Cole, definitely. What would you do with the other three afterwards? Um, I wouldn't mind seeing... Maybe Cole back in some tag team action or drop Cole down towards um, uh, the North American title scene for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Champa, just have him start losing his mind again. Oh, he's just, on his way know, there. He's he is, he's way. on his way. Just going full cycle mode Champa again. Uh, and I wouldn't mind eventually seeing Champa versus Finn. And then you could get Champa versus Cross when he comes back, and it'd be like a different kind of Champa. Uh, and with Gargano. Just don't give me Gargano Champa again. I don't want that. Um, first out of the gate, you could go Finn Bauer versus Gargano as well. But that could be the first title feud for Finn if he wins it. Mm-hmm. Um and I don't want to see any of these guys moving up to quote unquote the main roster like fuck that. Aye, just keep them with keep them where they are. Yep. Well, it comes as no surprise to anyone that my prediction is for Tommaso Ciampa to win. For anyone who paid attention, he lost his marbles again on Wednesday turning heel, destroying Jake Atlas with a devastating draping DDT off the stretcher, might I add. And Champa likes to pat himself on the back when he does something heinous, but he just sat on the apron and didn't pat himself on the back. So that tells me he'll only congratulate himself once again when he's got Goldie back in his possession. And that, that's why, well, not only why, it's just because I'm a stan for Champa, but I think Champa's going to win. And then he'll pat himself on the back. 
As for Adam Cole, uh, see, it's kind of hard because you've got Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano have tangled horns too many times last year. So probably Adam Cole and Finn Balor going forward. Uh, Champa, get one of the younger guys, even if it's, you know, Damien Priest or Bronson Reed, one of the younger new, new gentlemen. Johnny Gargano, uh, he can go away for a wee while. <laughs> I wouldn't miss him terribly. Maybe he can go up to Raw <laughs> Smackdown and end up so, on main event. Uh, As So the thing that I'm looking forward to the most would definitely, I don't know if it's been confirmed, but War Games, I need more War Games action. And I don't know how they would do that. If they would, in this current climate, the Thunderdome and all that stuff, but it's very quickly become my favourite time of the wrestling calendar, so that's my answer for that. Barry, what are you looking forward to most for the, the coming, the rest of the year? <clears throat> well, I hope that we're out of the sort of doldrums from the last few months there, um, from the PC stuff. Um, obviously, the main one would be to see how the Roman Reigns-Paul Heyman alliance plays out. Um, really interesting to see the Roman heel turn coming eventually so that'll be interesting um, looking forward to see how uh, Keith Lee evolves now that he's in the main roster yes um, that'll be very interesting to see how far his character can go and what plans they have for him early on hopefully he's not rushed into it too much so that we we don't we don't overdo him you know by the time the end of the year's up we think he's done everything so hopefully they can spread out pretty well I'm pretty sure they'll have a a long-term uh, ambition for him, as I believe Vinnie Mark is very high on him. Um, I suppose I'm always looking forward to a time of the year enjoys Survival Series. It'll be interesting to see how they'll do that this year, as I Aye. did thoroughly enjoy the concept last year, even though it, it could have potentially been a, a massive flop, but I actually didn't mind it. So it was an idea that I had a um, few, few years back, thinking it would be interesting to do something like that, but I was just never sure how it would work. Um, I suppose it'd be interesting to see what and who would be the next call-up from NXT, I suppose. Um, and just hopefully they do the right things with them. So many have come up and have flopped after what looked like promising starts for them. So, um, Mainly, though, uh, one thing we've missed out is that I would hope to see the fans back by the end of the year as well in some sort of concept. So it'd be good if we could get fans filling arenas again. I'm sure we're all looking forward to that in every major sporting event. So uh-huh. um, that would be the, the main thing for me. And as not a big fan of NXT, as you know, uh, not for not that I don't like it, just that I don't really find the time to see it. So I'm actually really looking forward to this Fatal 4 as well. Um, I've seen it advertised and instantly stopped everything I was doing and <laughs> flung myself up in the air and exciting. Um, so it's the four main characters that, you know, push me to walls watching that on a, a weekly basis. Um, and an Iron Man match as well. So I'll nah, we'll definitely find the time this week. Um, so hit me up as to where I'll be able to catch it early on because I know, when does BT show up? They show up live, you know? I don't know, but I, I might know a guy who knows a guy, Barry, to help you with that. BT, no. BT definitely have a show live. BT, alright, cool. Oh, well, well I wouldn't be watching it live anyway. At least I can see it that next day on BT. I wasn't sure if it's like a couple uh-huh. of days or what. Uh, no, no. Aye. And the thing with BT is, it's like so that'd on be the app. Interesting match. On the app, you see it first thing in the morning as well. Right. All right. Aye, well, that's what I watch on the app anyway. Mm-hmm. Aye, 
Now, we've got two questions left, but I'm going to keep one oh. of them for a, another occasion. This is the last one from Rance. I thought this would actually be a quite good podcast episode. Now we've been doing this fantasy pay-per-view thing. Uh, make your perfect wrestler by picking someone from the following categories. Look, Mike skills, in-ring ability, character work, and it factor. So that would be quite a good thing to just discuss in general one week. Did, would you guys agree with that? Absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. Have our own rerun. Yeah, I would leave that for. Yep. Did I take it you answered um, Sam's question? We did, yes. What did you say, Moxley? Uh, no, I said Rollins. No, okay. Pure bias, though. Pure bias. Yeah. But at the same time, I understand entirely why Moxley won the PWI 500. Yeah, I would say it's Mox. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's what I say to Sammy I've done a poll and I said it's mocks but Seth's had a damn good year but ask me again towards the end of the year So because Roman's obviously been missing for like half the year or more than half um, so it'll be interesting to see what they do with that but mm. definitely mocks but until I say the next few months will be interesting Yes, I don't think even with the shock thing that's happened I don't think there's enough time for Roman to cement himself as the best out of the three no, definitely not. Not at this stage. Not at this stage. No, especially if he's going to go down the road that he did at payback and just be a a chicken shit heel as well. Here's the thing: I don't think they will do him like that. I think what yeah, it could be portrayed as being chicken shit, but it's also portrayed as well somebody actually finally read a contract and used his head kind of thing. But I think he'll be more like Brock, where yeah, I'm a piece of shit, I'm, I'm a bad guy, etc, blah, 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 I'm a heel, but I'm still this absolute machine that I don't back down from anyone and I never run away. So I don't see them doing that whole chicken shit heel thing. I, I just don't think that'll work. Uh-huh. Like, it's already there. Big guy, like, strong, great wrestler, you know, like, you don't need to do that. Like, don't do not do that. Just let him go and wrestle and just absolutely obliterate people. I would agree with that. I don't think he'll be a chicken shit either. I think he'll be the sort of a Brock Lesnar type character as well. Um, hopefully he's in a full-time role again, so it'll be like having a full-time Brock, basically. That's what I think we're going to get. It's interesting going yeah. forward. Definitely, it's, it's a very new wrinkle to the Roman Reigns saga. Excellent stuff. Right, this last one <laughs> is from at McMahon Linda. In the DMs, it said, I know he listens to your show. Can you please tell Vince to stop leaving the Vaseline out on the decking in this heat? His pubes are melting down into the bottom of the tub. Speaking of pubes, ladies and gentlemen, um, (laughs) (laughs) hold on, I get this up. Oi! No! This, how we've been doing the worst pay-per-view ever? Mm-hmm. No. This has been the worst podcast ever. I can't, I can't, um, I can't account for what people send into the DMs. <laughs> <laughs> but, speaking of pubes, I want to tell you about Manscaped and how they've redesigned the electric trimmer. And I also want to tell you how if you buy something from manscaped.com, you will be able to watch, if you do it quickly, and send us proof of purchase. 
by proof of purchase, Rob Ropes, I mean a screenshot of your receipt, not a screenshot of your shaven balls. Okay, thank you. Uh, the Manscaped engineering team have spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released a new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. Their third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce manscaping accidents. Millions of balls are about to be nick free thanks to Manscaped's advanced skin safe technology. Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. When I tell you this is premium, I mean premium. This battery will last up to 90 minutes so you can take a longer shave. The water-resistant technology allows you to groom in the shower. One of the coolest features is the LED light which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. They've also upgraded to a 7,000 revs per minute motor with quiet stroke technology. (laughs) That gets me every time. And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show your more off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock powered by USB. If you're listening to me speak right now, I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. Trim that junk of yours and get 20% off plus free shipping with whatever you buy at themanscaped.com if you use this social suplex, no, if you use the code suplex at the checkout area. So if you do that, if you use suplex at the checkout area in the code at manscaped.com with your product, send a screenshot of your receipt to social suplex at gmail.com before the weekend you will get courtesy of social suplex a free login details on fight tv for all elite wrestling's all out on september the 5th of september this weekend jesus (laughs) Jesus christ (laughs) so that's manscaped.com 20 percent off um, send us your proof of your receipt and you can watch all out for free courtesy of Social Suplex will we put ourselves out of misery and get a quiz done ladies and gents yes please <sighs> it's fucking quiz time with Ricky and Clive and friends a fucking WWE quiz <laughs> Right, uh, I hadn't intended you to be on tonight, Ricky, so you might know some of the questions for this one, <coughs> but it's going to be one of those ones where it's an acronym of a wrestler's full name, right? So what I mean by that is sort of like, I'll, I'll use an example, I'll say to you S-C-S-A, and what would you say? Stone Cold. Stone Cold Seabot. Yep. Right, so that's what it's going to be. So it's going to be their sort of nickname or their, their stage moniker, all that stuff. Mm. Okay. Right. Barry, can you bless us with your buzzer, please? It's me, it's me, it's B-A-Z. <laughs> Ricky? <clears throat> I spit in the face of people who don't want to be cool. Okay. First question, there are ten. Where is it? Oh, my word. I'm having a mare tonight, ladies and gents. Absolute mare. Right. Number one. Jai T-A-N for November. Jai T-A-N. Jai T-A-N. I spit in the face of people who want to be cool. Ricky? Jim the Anvil. Correct. Number two. D T R J. 
I spit in the face of people that weren't the cool. Ricky. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Uh huh. Number three, G T H V. G? Did you say G? Uh huh. So Golf Tango Hotel Violet. GTAV was it? GTHV. GTHV. Oh yeah, I've got. Yeah, uh, it's me. It's me. It's B A Z. Right. Greg the Hammer Valentine. Correct. Number four. T B M M. T B M. I'll give you a clue. This nickname for this person is currently being used for someone on SmackDown. BM. TBMM. You, Barry, you look as if you're actually not planning on answering. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm loving them. I'm sitting on my sofa and I'm cosy. <laughs> uh, no, I was, I was flung off. I was actually thought it was. I thought you'd actually done the big boss man at first. That's what I was thinking. But it's TBMM. So mm-hmm. um, I don't want to say what I think the first bit is. And then it'll probably get. Uh, obviously, then Ricky would probably get it from there. So. Uh, Give up. No, I don't know. Okay. Um, no, I have no idea. It was the blueprint, Matt Morgan. Oh, oh. Right. Uh, th- well, I nearly said something there. Right. Number five. TBDRR. TBDRR. Uh-huh. It's me, it's me, it's B-A-Z. Barry. The big dog, Roman Reigns. Correct. The big dog. Michael Cole with his Roman Reigns Tourette's. Just say the big dog all the time. It's a big dog. That's two each. Uh, number six, uh, five, six, number... Oh my God, just turn the fucking thing off right now. <laughs> number whatever. T-M-B-L. 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 Is it all WWE by the way? Yeah. There's one that isn't. This is it? <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not. I was thinking thingy, because that's who I thought it was. Um, which is which Luke Harper's name in the EW, is that now or something? It's not no. that. Barry Levetti. <laughs> what was that again, sorry? TMBL. Something, something, Big Lebowski. <laughs> <laughs> Want a clue? Yeah. Yep. 
Hmm. Think of a Johnny, Johnny Cash song. Hmm? Think of a Johnny Cash song. F- fucking can't. Did you just call me a cunt? I said I fucking can't. Ring of fire. This, this person quoted it quite a few times. T M B L, and the last clue is the T is the. Ah. No idea. TMBL. Um, might as well blank. Do you give up? It's the. The. No. <laughs> I can't think at all. No, I'm ashamed. Give up. Oh well, you'll be kicking yourselves, gentlemen. The man, Becky Lynch. Oh. Number seven. This is a tag team. TBB. TBB. Well, there could be a few of TBB's tag teams. <laughs> what is it? Not, doesn't it be? That is, uh, um, I'm just going to go with these ones anyway because this is the only tag team I can strike. I'll the first anyway. So it's me, it's me, it's B A Z. If it's an old school classic 90s one, it's the Beverly Brothers. <laughs> That's the correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, three two, I believe. Uh, right, this one's from TNA. TMA. <laughs> so, Tango Mike Alpha. I wonder if anyone from home's got these like straight away and they're just pressing oh, fast forward. Screaming, screaming the answer, sir. TMA. Yep. <laughs> Want a clue? Mm. Yeah, what? Oh, aye. Uh, currently or recently appeared on SmackDown. Oh, I spit in the face if we don't want the show. Ricky? The monster abyss. Correct. Oh. Oh. Uh, that just guy with his glasses backstage, isn't it? Aye, uh, the guy that looks like the magician. <laughs> right, number nine. Now, I'll give you a clue straight away with this one. Right. M-M-S-R. M-M... Actual man, Randy Sir. No, it's not. <laughs> M-M-S-R. That's your man, Savage Randy. <laughs> <laughs> that gives it a whole new meaning, doesn't it? <laughs> it sounds like a porn name. M-M-S-R. Right, the clue is, this person is still with the company, but that is not what their name is right now. Right. But the, this specific character is very old. M-M-S-R. 
And I might even give you another clue after it. Yeah. <sighs> no, I can't think. Him and Which are our clue? The other clue is that this person is an authority figure currently. Who the hell is this? I'm just trying to think of the authority figures that we're seeing. Like an on screen authority figure. Mm -hmm. So, this guy just appears in SmackDown now. It's <laughs> got to know where this baldy fella oh, No, that's Adam, that Adam Pierce guy. Uh, he's, his, his face rings about he looks like he could have been somebody in the past <laughs> I think he was but I can't remember what M -M Boston <laughs> <laughs> the Boston Strangler <laughs> did you give up? I can't think at all I'm, yeah. I can't I can't think of any authority figures it. Hey, I'll just tell you the answer then eh? mm -hmm. man's man Stephen Regal Oh, see if you said Stevie Richards there. That's what my guess is going to be. <laughs> was it? You remember the I man's man? That's right. Lumberjack stuff. I've got a feeling. Right, it's, so it's uh, three each. Mm -hmm. uh, well, I'm afraid it might. I'm no offence, Ricky, but it might be Barry that gets this one first. If you, if All right. Excellent. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> right, last one. M O T B D. Was it because it was some man issues that NJ thought was going to get it? Uh, no. M O T D. What was it? M O T B D. Sorry. M O T B D. So Mike, Oscar, Tango, Bravo, Delta. And I don't know. Nobody might, no one might get this. <laughs> Just saw your tweet there, your text, Ricky. I think we might need a clue here. M O T B D. Oh, right. The B D. Match of the bloody day. <laughs> <laughs> the three last letters are a tag team name. I don't think of any. I don't, oh no, can't be. Well, I don't, if you're saying tag team, I think I know that bit, but I don't know what the MO bit before it is. Right. It's probably wrong, but it's only tag team that's coming to my head anyway. It's another old school. Right. 
Well, what's your what's your guess? Well, the TBD, but then it buzz in for that. Is, is that an actual guess? Eh? <clears throat> well, that would make ruin it. Then Ricky might know the rest of it. Then I lose it, and then I lose the plot. And TBD tag well, team. I'm probably wrong anyway because I don't know what the mo bit is before it. So I'll go anyway. My guessing was it's me, it's me, it's B A Z. The TBD bit was the body donors. <laughs> <laughs> right, so who do you say is in the body donors? It was Skip and Zip as far as I was aware. <laughs> I know, but you kept saying so it was like, you used to imagine that someone else was in them as well. Skip, Zip. <laughs> right, I'll give you another clue then. Sean Stasiak. <laughs> Meat. Hi. It's me, it's me, it's B-A-Z. Meat of the body, darling. There you go. <laughs> oh. Oh, I forgot all that. Cool. Sorry, Ricky. That was a very skewed ending to that one. That's all right. Screwed. Screwed like a meat skewer. Right, anything you want to plug, Barry, before we end this miserable hour and change? Uh, I, um, the last time I was on was like a few weeks ago now, so I'd like to just um, say a special thanks to Podhaller Mags for following us on Twitter and also for voting for us on that pay-per-view, which is good. So a big shout-out to you, my friend. Mags is a great guy. That's, uh, da- that's Darren I was talking about earlier. All right, right, cool. Okay, no worries. Uh, he's a good lad. We're, we're big fans of him here at Ricky and Clive Studios. Mm-hmm. So, spe- imagine. speaking of your Twitter account, <laughs> speaking of Twitter, what's your account, Barry? At BazD86. Uh, thanks for that. We are at Ricket and Clive on the Twitter. We are also on the Lesson Squared Circle Facebook group. Check us out in there. I know I'm doing this backwards, but this has been one of those episodes tonight. Um, we are the Ricky and Clive Wrestling Show. Uh, what is good on with me tonight? <laughs> we, are the, right, we are the Ricky Clive Wrestling Show part of the Social Suplex Podcast Network where you can find other shows such as One Nation Radio, Keeping It Strong Still Grown Men Watch This Shit The Greatest Match Generator which has taken over from Get It In The Ring 8-Bit Suplex Podcast All Things Elite um, Go to the podcast app of your choice preferably iTunes and or Apple Podcasts and give us 5 stars to help out with the algorithms you can go to socialsuplex.com and check out the podcast there as well as the columns and you can get them sent directly to your email inbox what you're laughing at if you press oh, if you press subscribe um, don't forget if you want to donate to the show just click the links in the show notes if you want to get us a t-shirt of our, our faces or our podcast logos go to the social suplex page on prowrestlingtees.net and if you want to be one of the lucky ones who gets all out for free this Saturday, then buy something from manscapes.com. You'll get 20% off and free shipping and a chance to get all out for free if you use the co- promo code SUPLEX and if you take a screenshot of your receipt. <sighs> That's it. I don't care if there's anything else. I don't think it is. Next week, folks, we'll come back. We'll, we'll be better. 
Aye, because I won't be hosting it, that's why. <laughs> yeah, that's why we were better, folks. Okay, you you'll, still be, you'll still be here to do the editing and, and recording and uploading, though, won't you? See the smug fucking look in this man's face right now? <laughs> it's because me and Barry both know we're going to put the phones down and then that's it. But meanwhile, you still have like another half hour, or 45 minutes or whatever it is of editing and uploading, etc. Oh, aye. And I'll be... Yep. You know what I mean, sir? Well, the joke's on you because I forgot to press record at the start of this episode. (laughs) 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 Fuck That's good because it was terrible. (laughs) (laughs) I really should delete it. Uh, If you want, if you run a podcast online seminar, put this as your thing for people not to aspire to because this has been dreadful tonight. I think there's been some good conversation but I have held things together as well as a piece of old blue tack. Okay, Barry, thanks for coming on tonight. You're welcome, thanks for having us guys. Ricky, thanks for ruining my night. <laughs> not a problem, happy to oblige. Aye, very much so. Right, thanks for listening and we'll speak to you next week. Enjoy all out, ladies and gents. Enjoy all out. Yep. Take care. Good night. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Ricky and Clive Wrestling Podcast. We'll see you next time. See you next time.